All right, with Tom, we're a couple of hours after the game. How was it for you? Was it all you ever dreamed of? Ammonia Nicosia versus United. Oh yeah, I mean, I have been yeah dreaming of this kind of game to come around for for many a year, and yeah, it played out exactly how I thought. It's Watching the magic Ronaldo, of the Europa League. Exactly. Watching Ronaldo waddle around like he's a 55-year-old geriatric. Though so, yeah, 55 is unlikely to be a geriatric, but he did. Yeah, look. well, yeah. He's neither <laughs> he, 55 nor a geriatric, but yeah, we know what you mean. <laughs> yes, he, he looked very, it was really quite cringy. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this game, to be honest. Yeah. He was desperate to get that goal, wasn't he? I know he's always desperate to get his goal, that goal. I, the commentator on the stream I was watching, the feed I was watching was going on about the seven hundredth career goal constantly. Mm. So they were on BT as well, yeah. Yeah. I imagine that Ronaldo knew that intimately. It was kind of funny that he got an assist at the end by skewing a shot miles <laughs> would have been miles wide. It summed up his performance and especially after all the talk on Saturday, I know it kind of comes from people that we don't always want to listen to like I mean Roy Keane is sometimes fantastic on certain subjects but then he's also wildly inaccurate with all, all with other things and like the saying like disrespecting Ronaldo by leaving him on the bench and, and all that kind of talk about why would you leave Ronaldo on the bench maybe RCR comes on and scores two goals anyway but you just see it tonight and every game that Ronaldo's played this season he's just looks so so off it and like I mean I don't like Ronaldo I'm uh, but I almost find it myself feeling sorry for him. Like I know this guy is like, yeah, toxic in so many different ways and has seemingly unbreakable confidence. But watching him w- walk around and wallow around, it's like, yep. oh my god! It's like, just take this. I don't know. Like if he was a horse, he'd go out and shoot him at this stage. But <laughs> then like also, George Foreman making a comeback at age fifty-nine or whatever it was. It really is. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh man, it's it's, it's just. And, and then I guess I also some of the I guess it's quite overlooked is the fact that he lost a child in the summer and maybe how yeah. much that. I mean, that's obviously going to affect any kind of human, and you you forget that Ronaldo actually is a human being at times, and maybe that's affected him loads and as part of my brain that's maybe thinking yeah feeling sorry for him in that sort of way as well but like it's just I mean it's it's also a good thing I think that he's playing so badly because then in the league games we don't have to play him because you can just go yeah Yeah. in those and every game that he's played he's he's crap so yeah and we're winning well especially with Marcus Rashford and and Anthony Martial scoring at the moment Mm. I mean there's we can talk about Sancho and Anthony because there's some challenges there I think Mm, there really is yeah, really, really. But uh, Martial scoring is nice. It's nice. He scored and he smiled for all the haters just to give them one. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcus scored as well. Nearly screwed it up. Really bad touch and then beautiful curl into the mm. corner. Kind of interesting game for United because they weren't very good in the first half. Much better in the second. But, you know, if you just to look at the stats, it's 28 shots over 3xG. Thoroughly deserved it from that perspective. And you'd expect so against the quality of opposition, but didn't half make it hard for ourselves. Disjointed in the first half and then conceding goals in the second. So, yeah, the the first half was is is one of them games where we just where it felt like the goal was just inevitably going to come. It didn't feel like we were. I mean, they barely got in our half apart from their goal. We hit the bar. Ronaldo should have put that rebound in with his head. I don't know why he went with his foot. 
And yeah. I think the referee gave an indirect free kick for a high foot when he literally could have just headed it in. And yeah. younger Ronaldo would have done, obviously. I all remember that goal against Roma where he so bravely went he's been watching. Flying. He's been watching Erling Haaland. So he yes. has. You Scoring also, with your foot from seven foot, yeah, seven foot tall is, is the new indeed. heading in the ball. You also wonder, like him watching that game at the weekend, what's going through his head thinking, oh my God, every record that I've broken, which I thought was going to stand the test of maybe my lifetime, is going to be broken in about five years yeah. if this level <laughs> just goes on. Scoring at a rate of two goals a game, yeah, might well be. Oh my God. I, I, mean, I know, I know. He might be looking at that. It's funny enough, all the stories about Ronaldo wanting out in January started to come out again, mm. didn't they? Post Galatasaray, I think, was one of the rumours today. Man, he's scraping the bottom of the barrel. All the big clubs, yeah. yeah. I mean, Turkey kind of fits because they buy loads of Premier League rejects and put them on enormous wages. So they do. It's a it's a sort of staging post before the MLS, isn't it? Mm, Yeah, it is. Yeah, so like which is a staging post for the Australian A League. So I see, see Ronaldo playing in there with Jack Rodwell in a few years. I think actually Rodwell oh. might have left them now. He didn't make it in the A League. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he did. Is Daniel Sturridge over there still? Not sure. He was. I, I mean, I the only time I took notice of that was when he put that message on Instagram about getting a barber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not just any Pri- barber though. It has to be top, 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 top priorities. So, yeah. So. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> back to United. Yes, it was the goal, kind of had a lot of the ball, but but w- weren't really creating, well, created some chances in the first half, but didn't weren't able to put it away. Just kind of felt a bit disjointed. Seemed to have better balance when Rashford came on mm. in the second half. So. Yeah, I think, like you say, it's a concern about Jaden Sancho at the moment. Like he was really getting... Ripped- is. He was getting ripped apart on Twitter at halftime by people who I would say are usually quite, well, definitely like switched on and intelligent people, but usually a little bit reserved when when clattering into players. Yeah. I'd not say they were clattering in, but they were being, yeah, it's like, come on, like we need to see more of Sancho now. And, and I know it's kind of early in the season and he has had a few good games, but he's just, I, I think what what I kind of want to see more from him is just a bit more drive a bit more willingness to to maybe make a mistake here and there like I know right he's he's used to like playing knitting things together and and getting things right in the in the in the last third which he does on a lot of occasions but I think the it's almost like scared to make a mistake at times instead scared to take a man on like the goal ammonia's goal today it's just kind of almost encapsulates that that fear almost that like to go back to Malassia there where you could easily have found another pass. Like, I mean, the the thing is, especially in these kind of games, like ammonia are not going to press you really hard. You've got loads right. of space. You've got, he's yeah, got loads of space it. in that, ta- that fine. And then playing a ball to Malassia, it's just, yeah, he kind of looks like he's playing with a lot of fear, which I don't think he should be. No, he shouldn't be. And we, I think I really want him to be more proactive. And I think I mm. guess we're saying the same thing. I want him mm. to be more active in the, I mean, 28 touches he had today. It's not much for uh, someone who's a creative player. 
And we want him more involved because he is good on the ball and we know he can score goals. The the thing that he doesn't have is explosive pace, but we knew that beforehand. It's good enough, but it's not explosive. We've got other players who've got that. And, And him being involved in the play, being tight to Bruno and to whoever's playing at number nine, that's where he's going to be best. So it's like he's going to have some competition now because I think it, mm-hmm. the competition is between him and Marcus Rashford for, for that left-hand side. Maybe yeah. Rashford plays up top. Maybe it's Martial. Maybe it's Ronaldo if we're desperate for someone in the EFL Cup. <laughs> uh, and uh, Anthony, you know, Anthony has similar comments, really. I mm-hmm. mean, I, uh, I noticed I, I put a, I put the same tweet out as you, basically, which is like, is he a bit rubbish, actually? And I'm being yeah. a bit cheeky there but you know what Mm. he doesn't look like a hundred million pound player i mean magnificent goal against city of course yeah beautiful hit and he's got those moments in him and he nearly scored one today second half great effort to be fair yeah but there's not enough of that to justify a hundred million and he's not involved in the game very much and he gets the ball and he kind of does not really taking on players i mean ajax he was doing 13 take-ons a game on average 13 which is huge. And he's probably doing about three at the moment. Yeah. So, and most of it's going backwards. Yeah. And and you can kind of forgive him in the Premier League for maybe not taking on men because obviously the standards from the division to the Premier League is it's a huge step up, and especially in defences. I mean, it's just an obvious point. But like tonight, you're playing against Ammonia, like Cypriot defenders. You should be, yeah, able to do that. There was a moment on the right wing where he beat his man probably about 13 times where he just kept beating him and beating him and beating him. But he, but he does a lot of that. There's kind of a lot of flashiness about almost everything yeah. he does. We saw it in the first game, in the first 20 minutes against Arsenal, where he did that little, almost like shake a leg, roll deep kind yeah. of thing, come and shake a leg with me. And and like we see a lot of that, but not the, yeah, not the bursting past them. And, and also, I think his final ball so often... Like especially today, like how many shots he drags wide, and like he's yeah. not, he doesn't connect with a ball like very well. I, I always thought this from what I saw of him at Ajax. He doesn't connect with a ball that great. Like obviously, he has scored two goals for us already. Had a great effort today, but yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be a consistent feature of his game. And I, I, I am fearful for of Anthony. He's got loads of confidence, which is going to help, but. Well, if it lasts, yeah. Mm, it's, well, I mean, yeah. it's the output. Look, two successful dribbles today, no successful crosses, four passes, two passes into the final third, four shots, right? That's not a lot of output for mm. a £100 million player. It's not a lot of successful output. And so we definitely need more from him. I mean, he's had, what, four or five games? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit early to say he's rubbish, oh, to be it, honest. It really is. It's just what... what your eyes don't deceive you though like when you kind of see something you like with Sancho for example you can see you can see what makes him good where with Anthony it just for me I'm just there's a lot of alarm bells ringing which hopefully they those alarm bells can kind of dissipate a little bit and become a little bit quieter but for now it just if if yeah it, it makes me really fearful and and so much of that also comes from the fact that his numbers weren't great at Ajax, especially when you compare. We talked it, about it, yeah. Especially when you compare it to someone like even Hakim Ziyech, who mm-hmm. who is a lot 
cleaner with everything he did with almost all of his output who didn't make it in the Premier League at the highest level and then you see him and then yeah and you see Anthony come in and you're like oh that this this yeah this is already a bit of a worry for me and then you see him in the games even against Arsenal where he scored he wasn't very good in my opinion no. but so yeah I don't want to jump to conclusions too much but that's I, I am just fearful I can't yeah one other th- player we should talk about I think when we're uh, while we're dumping on players is Tyrell Malassia who's had a few hard games at the moment and he, he got ripped a new one mm. on, on Sunday against City didn't he and he, he wasn't that great tonight be interesting to see whether he keeps his place for the game against Everton or whether Luke Shaw comes in because you know Luke Shaw did all right in the second half against City didn't he came mm. on again tonight it's good, 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 healthy competition, which we don't have on the right hand side because I guess Aaron Wampazaka is basically dead to Ten Hag. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't know what he did, but he's not going to get a sniff. Yeah. I think it's probably right for maybe Shaw to play. Like, I think I, I, I always feel with Shaw that he has, he's, he has loads of ability. It's just his mental game is a lot of the time just yeah. not, not up to it. But hopefully with a World Cup on the horizon, a World uh-huh. Cup that he might not even go to if he doesn't pl- start playing well. Although and, Gareth Southgate is loyal and, and as yeah, we've seen, you know. To a fault, I think, so, but yeah, 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 he is. But if he wants to maybe nail down that starting spot in the, in the World Cup team, then he's got probably two months to, well, just over a month to do it. And yeah. I think I think he's got we another might... eight games for United, basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe we'll see the best of him in those those eight games because I think I think he probably will get the start on on, on Sunday now after Malassi's two poor games. And, and yeah. I think when we saw Shaw at his best, that was when Tellez was really challenging him for the first yeah. team. And then when he realised Tellez was pretty crap, then like the rest of us, then his. Uh, Shaw's performance has tailed off a little bit as well so maybe hopefully we'll see the best of him at least for a month or so yeah we'll see on that one it's I'm it would be nice to be in a position on the fullback side of thing because because of the nature of the wide players we have Mm. whether it's Anthony or Martial or Rashford or Sancho they all want to come inside all of them so we haven't got any touchline huggers really and and so the fullbacks are important. Dallow's done okay this season. I mean, it seems to be his spot. And no, like the defensive side of his game was a real problem. And the offensive side of his game wasn't as good as it promised, or at least the output wasn't as good as mm-hmm. the, it, he looked. So, But he's doing all right. It'd be good to have competition at fullback. Yeah. We've got a lot of fullbacks are all kind of slightly middling. Mm, <laughs> really? And like you say, they are so important because, I mean... Truly in a system like this where Sancho or Rashford are pulling in from the left and like you say, Anthony's pulling in from the right to have overlapping fullbacks who can truly make an impact on the game. Like it would be, it would be a huge asset to this, to this formation and system. But like you say, they're so middling, all of them. Like, and and I thought Malassia maybe would be an upgrade in that. Maybe he will be again. It's still early days with him, but, and it's it's hard to sometimes like, judge performances against City when they are so so superior to us. They're six years into yep. a system that has been perfected by one of the best coaches in the world, and they've got a well an alien up top. It, it's kind of maybe hard to judge on that game, but tonight again, he, he just looked off it and obviously made a silly mistake for the goal. So yeah, 
There's there's yeah. a lot of negatives actually to take away from tonight. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but we won. Yeah, it's exactly. Won. But but we played a Cypriot team who finished what second in their league last season, or did they yeah. win? Yeah, I know it's it's hard to take too many positives. I mean, scored some goals. Nice goal from Marcus, mm-hmm. and lovely layoff from Ronaldo, who definitely wasn't shooting. It was always planned to. He just made it look like a shank. That's yeah, all. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All good, and a goal for Anthony Martial again. So those are the positives. And he took that goal Me so too. well. Like, yeah. his, his, his touch was just perfect to, lay him, uh, to put him in. And right the in the pack. corner, confident. Mm. Don't know where it's come from. No. He needs to stay fit, obviously, which he never does. So, yeah. you know, it's hard, it's, hard to, it's hard to, like, make any future plans with Anthony Martial. Yeah, it is. Because, yeah. yeah. Talking to Anthony's, where's Anthony Alanga? We haven't seen him for a long time. Is he? Yeah. What's happened to him? I thought he maybe would be one for the team today. I'm surprised with... Yeah. That Ten Hag went with such a strong lineup, but I guess we're maybe behind the ball a little bit with with losing to Real Sociedad at home. He obviously wants to really prioritise this competition. Then I yeah. guess, but- which is which is which is right. United have to get out of this group and have to be in this competition. Yeah. And we'd really like to win it because, like with the new playoff system, you get an extra two games mm. if you if you finish second. Yeah. So and and you miss the champion. Yeah. It, in that round as well, you like you get a Champions League team as well, don't you? You get a Champions League team, yeah. Which could be Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. United versus Barcelona in the round of 16 <laughs> in the Europa League, yeah. That's it. That's what dreams are made of. So, yeah, anyway, it's not like looking at the fixture list, it's an absolute... I mean, for 24-25, when the new Swiss model comes in to play, is, is what it all look like if United are in the round of 16. Four extra games, basically no... No space at all for EFL games. I don't know what will happen. With two games postponed, we've got to find time for, which will not be found this side of Christmas because there isn't a time unless they play the day day after Fulham. And we're already the last game before the World Cup. So it's like, anyway, there's end up in that round. We're going to be playing a Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday week Mm. at some point. Yeah. Which will just be the week where we have Liverpool and City, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, it's not ideal. But then the squad feels like it's it's like quite plump at the moment. Like you say, like Langer's not around. I, I mean, you've got Fred who's barely playing at the moment. Who, Fred is barely playing. I mean, a lot of the players are playing a lot of... He, he's tried to find some consistency. I mean, you look at the bench, we've got Heaton and Gibraltar. Not, I still don't understand why we did that Gibraltar deal. But He thought yeah. if any games he was um, going to be playing in would be these. Yeah, I, mean, I guess he's not at all. Mm. I mean, it would save on the guarantee obligation to buy if he never plays. <laughs> Palestri, Iqbal, Alanga and Garnaccio were the attackers on the bench that didn't come on. I'm surprised they all came because they played on... Was it Tuesday night against Barrow? They did. Yeah, yeah, and one as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they all played top 90. game that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you saw the Tom Hoddleston assist for the Garnacho goal, but it was dreamy. Get him in Still that first team. Get him in that first team. Yeah, he can ping a ball. He can't move, but he can ping a ball. <laughs> the thing is, he'd probably be good in the game like tonight. Oh. But yeah, I think it's maybe maybe pushing it a little bit. Yeah, so important that United won. Uh, second, there's the Sheriff. I mean, Sociedad won tonight. They, I, I, I think it's the reverse fixtures next week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's ammonia at, at Old Trafford. And yeah, so like likely, it looks likely if it plays out like it is playing that we'll need to go to to Real Sociedad and win 
yeah. in order to top the group. Which, yeah, is more than doable. Yeah, I mean, get a good atmosphere, Anoeta, right? Mm-hmm. Good San Sebastian, lovely city, Anoeta, great stadium, great one for the away fans again, like tonight. Yeah. Every hotel room in Cyprus sold out because thousands of Reds turned up, unsurprisingly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it obviously meant so much to Sociedad in Old Trafford, like the, the manager's reaction to the victory and all the players going mental. So that makes it... Yeah, yeah, even more of a difficult test. That all three of the teams obviously are so up for these games. They don't play them very often. I mean, when was the last time we did? Well, I guess we've never played Ammonia. We've never played Sheriff. Had we ever played Sociedad before? Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah, a couple of times actually. We played them a couple of years ago. Oh, did we? Yeah, and yeah, no, I think we played three ties against them overall. Oh, wow, okay, double egged once. Yeah, 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 something like that. Anyway, anything else on this game? thoughts I, th- I think the, the the what i wanted to see today was to first to come out with a huge intensity and verve and to kind of yeah right the wrongs of what happened on saturday like sunday i think i think there were a lot of mitigating factors for what happened on sunday we'd not played a competitive game we'd obviously played against sheriff and we played that saucy that game but not too truly Premier League competitive game for for like over, over a month, yeah. And yeah. I think that really held us back on Sunday. And I wanted us to come out and, yeah, treat this game properly. If we was going to play the first team, really come out and just blitz them. But ugh, we didn't. We looked really lethargic. And it, it, it it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it felt like, a again, like a, a, a performance under Ali, a performance under Ranić, a performance under Mourinho. I want, I want to see more intensity week upon week is that's what I kind of expect to see under Ten Hag and and I know it's early days but again we didn't see it tonight it was like a flat almost typical post Fergie United performance tonight especially in that first half against a really really poor opposition who what would their team be like equal to lower level championship maybe league one yeah genuinely like and sorry Fard who scored the goal for Ammonia the first one took it really well he couldn't even get in the Forest team about three or four years ago, Adam Long, who is Hungarian international, was notoriously a laughing stock in Hungary. <laughs> Played okay tonight, right. to be fair. Like, yeah, it's not a great side. It's not a great level, and we we made them look. I know at times we we Decent. dominated, but yeah, mm. they yeah made them look re- relatively You'd expect okay. It, yeah. Yeah. What would Erling Haaland have done to that team? No, anyway, I don't, I'm sick of talking about Erling Haaland. Mm-hmm. It's cheating. It's financial cheating and he's just cheating. Yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, son of some kind of Norse god, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's actually the son of Alfie Haaland. <laughs> I, did, I did like people sending that fake quote, admittedly. I, I think it's a fake quote around saying, you know, of Roy Keane going, I should have aimed for his balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I wish it was a real quote, but it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, Everton at the weekend then. And Everton, had, I, mm. I mean, they're doing all right. Like under Frank Lampard, the genius that is. They've, well, they haven't lost the game in five or six. Yeah. So, which is progress they, for them. They're playing with a, a real intensity at the moment. They're not playing particularly good football, but they're playing hard, Like especially that game against Liverpool. Like they just try to just beat them up essentially and if United yeah. start tepidly which we have often done we're going to be in it's going to be 
a real shock for for the players and you just yeah I, I don't like Frank Lampard in any respect but fair play to him to being able to generate this reaction because I thought they were doomed under him like they started off yeah. quite poorly in the season and then I think that Liverpool game was the one that really turned them around started yeah started playing just looking at, they haven't lost for seven games haven't lost wow. since August so, which is a surprising, a lot of draws in there, but it's a surprising run. And yeah, yeah, you're right. He's he's got them playing with some intensity, albeit you know, with a whole bunch of bang average players. So maybe that's yeah, maybe it's some credit to him. I don't want to give him any credit because no. he's he's a bit of a dick he is. and he's a Tory. Yeah, yeah. So you know, two two black marks. Sorry for getting political. <laughs> but yeah, he just smells a Tory, and that's why <laughs> it'd just be del- it would have been so delightful not to to not to see that smug face in the Premier League anymore. It would have been delightful if they were relegated last season. He got so in my head towards the end of that last season because I was just, I was so desperate for them to go down. He was, he was, as the kids say, living in my head very rent-free. And I guess like now I've tried to transcend that hate and try and view him as a human being. But... (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that, please. He's at all. But yeah, it's going to be difficult and... A night game as well, Goodison Park. Sunday night game. Yeah, very. Sunday night game. Yeah, very odd. But What's up with that? The, the atmosphere is going to be mad because especially as they're quite on quite uh-huh. good form and their, their players are like, I don't know, like Connor Benz out there. They're probably on some kind of performance-enhancing drug just going absolutely, <laughs> Ooh, <yeah>. absolutely, absolutely <laughs> mad out there. And yeah, all led by Anthony Gordon because he is a maniac. But yeah, it's going to be difficult. They, they've got quite a long injury record, record uh, injury list at the moment, which is, I mean, I guess that gives Lampard fewer options. So reasonably consistent team as a mm. result. Calvert-Lewin's still out, isn't he? And Patterson, who looked decent, actually, when I saw the right back, new right back looked pretty good, actually. He's yeah. injured and Ben Godfrey's injured. And yeah, a whole bunch of them, which has kind of restricted their already smallish squad. Yeah. I think that sometimes helps as well, doesn't it? It kind of galvanizes you. And I think sometimes we're like, almost like a little bit under very, very different circumstances. But Rooney, Derby, where like things kind of go against you a little bit, it can yeah. rouse you. And I don't know how long this... They'll be he'll Lampard will be able to keep this up. I don't know how long this style of football is is yeah is going to be successful for, but at the moment it's kind of working for them, and it's a very very difficult game. A game that if we kind of have any top four aspirations, probably need to win, but and to kind and to yeah get back into some kind of confidence and winning groove. Obviously, after two pretty disappointing re- results, yeah, it's a big one. I think. It is a big one because I mean, like no get no guarantee of no guarantee of success in this game. Will be a good atmosphere. Everton doing all right. Need to take it really seriously. United losing could end up could could be where like down into twelfth, twelfth, eleventh, twelfth, something like that. If United lose, depending on the results. Yeah, Everton go above us yeah. if they win. So, Man. and we've got a worse goal difference than them. And we've got a worse goal difference. Mm. I mean, the one thing you can say about Everton is they don't concede many. They don't score many, don't concede many. Yeah. And so, yeah, our goal difference is not good. <laughs> no. Funnily enough, after Saturday's performance, Sunday's performance. So, yeah, it is a big one. And, and Ten Hag needs this. He needs momentum. And I think we always knew that there would be inconsistencies. Yeah. 
because although he brought in all these new players, which does up the quality, in we hope, in some cases, <laughs> there's still a whole group of players there that have shown inconsistency for many years. So why would it be too much different? Yeah. So. It's going to be interesting to see whether he plays Casemiro or not, because I thought he looked, again, rusty tonight. I think in every game yeah. that he's played so far, he's looked rusty. And I think one of the reasons why Ten Hag didn't trust him on Sunday rightly or wrongly, was because he's just looked off it. And I think... Doesn't doesn't seem ready. Yeah. I think it would have been... A, but he needs games, doesn't he? It, you know, he does, to, yeah, 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 yeah. But you think maybe in a game like today, he could really show off what it's all about, but didn't quite, maybe... Giving the ball away, wasn't he? Yeah, like... Mm, just, yeah, a little bit... Yeah, just not, not silky smooth, which maybe he's not quite renowned for, but you expect to be against that type of opposition and I think maybe if he had played him on Sunday he could have really been shown up for how maybe off he off it he is at the moment if like if he'd have played from the start but yeah I mean that's this is a hypothetical it's, it's going to be interesting to see whether he is trusted on Sunday I think it's an easy game for him to put put him into after after what has happened and obviously Scott McTominay playing so badly makes that a little bit easier but Scott McTominay well, was great. Yeah, and I, I, want, I did wonder. I did. Well, he was, and and that's what Ten Hag said. And mm. Ten Hag said that he's in the team because he's playing well, yeah. and and that was the reason Casemiro was not in the team. But but McTominay was dreadful against City, yeah. and that sounds like the right prompt to make the change. And if he doesn't make the change, then you got to wonder what's up. Yeah, and, and you can't have Casemiro, nearly thirty-one years old, seventy million euro purchase price, sitting on the bench. It makes no sense at all. No. So, he has to come into this one, doesn't he? If he doesn't come into the side soon, you're going to start asking questions about who exactly like, sanctioned that purchase. Yeah. yeah, so. and, and it's like, when are you going to put him in then? Like, How long are you going to wait? Like, It's, it's October now already. I don't, I'm not sure what the team is. Because Sanchez's not playing well. Marcus has scored. So I wonder when Rashford comes in. Does Martial start up front, Rashford left, Anthony right? Something like that? I think I think that would be perfect if if he thinks that Martial is fit enough to start from the start, which I guess he, he should be because he's played 45. He played, yeah. what, whatever, 30 or so tonight. So I think yeah. that makes sense. And then Ericsson, Bruno, Casemiro, midfield. Mm-hmm. And then the, other, the only question there, given that Maguire's probably still injured, seems like it, and France injured, it'll be Lindelof and Eric Martinez. Yep. Dallo, Shaw or Malassia. We'll see what he does there. That's interesting in De Gea. So it's oh, so li- a few questions, but I think I, f- I feel like if I was edging towards the choices, I'm thinking Rashford, Martial, Casemiro, Shaw might all start. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think Lindelof and. A lot, I think, have to be get a, more, a better understanding today because there was a lot going over them and in behind them tonight. Yeah, and they. I mean, that's the problem when when you lose someone as good as Rafa Baran has been this season, and you bring in someone like uh-huh. Lindelof, it, it does show up even in a game like today. So hopefully, we can see a bit of an more of an improvement from him as well. It's another concern. Many of them always <laughs> welcome to Manchester United. I know that is it, isn't it? Mm. Post, yeah, modern day Man United is is an interesting one. Okay, thanks, Tom. I will be back at the weekend with Wayne. Backers will do a big piece at the weekend. And sorry, I haven't been with you much. It's not our fault. The Queen died. Blame her. Sorry. 
<laughs> and then I think I, <laughs> I think I will be with Dan for the Ammonia Nixia game next weekend, next midweek, and uh, Tom or Wayne for the weekend afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you all soon. If you like the show, the way you can support us best is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And it really doesn't matter what you say in that review either. You can say you'd rather we talked about Manchester City and Liverpool. Just hit those five stars. Many thanks.